I'm Jody Whites, Results and Success Coach, and these podcasts teach you how to make significant changes to live your dreams, make a positive impact on the world, and drop your regrets. It's time for you to get spectacular. Welcome back to Your Spectacular Life. I'm Jody White, your professional coach, making sure your life and your business is nothing less than spectacular. I'm here with Ben Brown. Hi, Ben. Hi, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Great to have you here. Let me tell you a little bit about Ben. Benjamin Brown is a sales expert, author, and father of two young children. He has worked in all roles of sales for over 23 years, from stock brokerage style cold calling to car salesmen, selling gym memberships, and even medical devices, and can sell anything. From his experiences, he built the rapid success sales process, a tested and proven process to increase revenue and become more successful. Wow, that's 23 years and you can sell anything. Now, I love that confidence. I think selling takes confidence, but I want to hear the secret of selling. You can sell anything. Tell me a little more about why you believe that, Ben. Well, there's laws. Sales is a skill. Um, it takes about, well, I have it set about 80% of sales is confidence. Is so in the last offense. Years, yeah, is offense. Is that what no, you said? No, confidence. Confidence. Great. Yes. I thought we were playing this like a football game. So last two years, I changed my training with sales to mindset training, where I also encompass a fitness program mm -hmm. where you have workout and also nutritional with macros to learn nutrition. Because in order to be in sales, number one step that I have for my book, Master Your Articles in the Sale, is being prepared. Most people are not prepared mentally because sales is an action item. It is a skill. So what does that take? Sometimes a lot of rejection and most people mentally nowadays, we're soft, cannot take rejection. <laughs> so, with the confidence... You have to overcome that to understand is to not take it personal. It's not about you. And if you have a good nutritional program and a good mindset. So most of the time I've learned if I'm able to work on people's mindset, I'm able to make very good salespeople, not just salespeople alone, but the mindset tied together with the sales skills and process creates a much better and wholesome salesperson because sales is about helping as many people as you can. And a lot of people don't know they need help. And you yeah. have to understand what that rejection looks like. Does that make sense? So it makes a lot of sense. You know, what I'm hearing is 
you're not only working on here's a pitch, here's how you deliver it, go out there and you know get those sales, but you're working on a whole body. First of all, you know, if you don't feel good with food and exercise, you're not gonna you're not gonna perform well. And second of all, um, you need the mindset, the confidence to get over rejection. And I'm curious, you know, it's not easy to do that, especially if you keep getting rejected. What would you um, say to our listeners who are in business and find that they are getting rejected and have, you know, tried a number of things? What would you tell them? Well, mainly you have to figure out the things within yourself that you're having an issue with. I've gone back into people's childhood to realize that this didn't start right away. something that they had in them. I'm not a psychologist or any of that nature, but I realized to get the better out of some people, you got to go backwards and realize why they're not selling, right? Not that they can't sell based upon a book or a theory, but why they not selling. And sometimes it goes back into childhood. What was the first time you were rejection? What's the problem you have with rejection that you can't overcome that? If you're going to be in this sphere, uh, as far as being a salesperson or trying to move your product or service, um, you have to understand you're going to have that rejection. You got to be ready for that. Or that's why a lot of businesses go out of business because of what? Not because of marketing, but because of sales. Right? Right. So right. The last part that gets is normally accounting, banking, marketing, personnel, uh, bookkeeping, and then sales. <laughs> right. And, and this is kind of the, you know, bread and butter of the company if they're not if they're not supported by the company, if they're not, you know, cheered on by the company, or if, you know, somebody like yourself doesn't, is not able, they're not going to hire you to come in um, to figure out what is going on emotionally, mentally, what is blocking them, then they're not going to, they're not going to sell products. So let's say the person, we go back, they were rejected. Let's say, you know, it, it may have been either trying to sell their parents on a new bike or, you know, asking their first, you know, crush out. What would you say to anyone how to get over that and how to go to a more positive mindset? Well, that's why we go back to the nutrition. We go back to the working out because if you feel good, um, one of the things I've learned when I went through my divorce and was crushed, and you know that's a very tough time a lot of people are going through yeah. in their life. They they lose their idealistic, they 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 lose their their frame, they lose their future, they lose whatever they thought it was. Their whole life comes crumbling around. You know whether you're the you know the person that wants to leave or the person that wants to stay. It doesn't matter. It's, it's just a whole. And so the main thing about that is realizing uh, one of my therapists I went through that I worked that helped me. Nothing means nothing until you attach your emotions to it. Hmm. Mm, I like that. So we love to attach our emotions to everything. 
And so understanding that there's consequences based upon that, you don't have to do that, but nothing means nothing until you make it something. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, woe is me, somebody feels bad, pointing fingers, all these things that we do when we're in pain or, you know, go through these, it's just natural human being things that we have to go through. I mean, nobody wants to go through that. No. <laughs> right? Right. And you hear it all the time, but, you know, a death in the family, uh, you know, most of the time it's mostly a tragic relationship because you vested all this time and you assume. So, Jody, the first thing I teach in sales is the first rule that I teach is never assume anything. Mm, I like all that. All rules are by questions. I like that. So whether you get the sale or not, did you ask enough questions where you didn't assume to get your feelings hurt? Mm-hmm. You know, I, it just sounds great. I love what you're saying because it's all about our perceptions. Mm -hmm. And again, what those perceptions bring up, like this person really doesn't want to buy from me. They really, you know, they really don't need my product, um, et cetera. All, you know, all beginning with what we think is going on versus again, being very clear and asking those questions. The difference between a good and a great salesperson is the number of questions you ask. Oh, interesting. Interesting. But most people don't have the confidence to ask the difficult questions. So you assumed and then the pitch doesn't go well or you think the pitch is going to sell, which normally times it doesn't or it does. And so you don't know whether you're doing bad or good. And all these things, go, when they start going wrong in a regular basis, plays with our psyche and our mindset. Mm -hmm. And that's why people will get into sales and then are with a company and they start to create what's called doubt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then the doubt gives you protection, things like, oh, the product's not good enough. I yeah. think our prices are too high. The yeah. customer's not ready. It's January. You'll do the same <laughs> thing you do in a relationship. You start pointing fingers at everything that's wrong except for <laughs> what? You. Uh, yourself, right. Now, is there, <laughs> I love that, not my fault, <laughs> right, which I don't know whether I would want that kind of salesperson on my team. You know, it's, hey, I think, you know, this is what I think I need to do to get better. How can, how can I do this? I'm not great at this or that. Um, so um, essentially, what are, what are some really like the top two or three questions that you would ask? As what the prospect or yeah as the prospect you said the difficult questions, what would be a difficult question you would ask the prospect? If I could, would you? If, if what was that again? If I could, would you? Okay, let's unpack if I, that. If, if I know there's a problem that I've asked enough questions and made it big enough, that is a real serious problem. People buy because of something they moving toward or running away from, we identify that, we analyze it, we feed it back to them. So this is what you're telling me, mm, right? Stop. This is a yeah. real problem. This is something yeah. you really want. People buy based upon things that they want. Do they really want it? 
Do they really want to run away from something? Do they really want to run towards something? Once I identify that and I understand the intensity of it, the, the question is, if I could, don't know if I could, but if I could, before I tell you, before I present and tell you my solution, can provide that. If I could provide you a solution for that, you can add costs in there for around $2,000. Honestly, is there anything holding us back from doing business today? Now, doesn't matter whether you're selling a toothbrush or a whole software development for a company. The reason I say today is because you're going to have to tell me why not today. Mm. Oh, well, we our process works like this. We, we, we take the quote. So you're telling me how to sell you at that. You're making my job a whole lot easier because I ask difficult questions. Most sales reps run to the presentation. So, Jody, you got a problem with your grass being cut? Great. This is what we do. We got a lawnmower. We got this. <laughs> right. They run to the presentation and the presentation supposed to sell. And that's that's pitching and wishing. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. You know, you are asking the difficult questions. You're at, you're putting that prospect mm -hmm. in 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 a uncomfortable place because who's, frankly, who's, uh, let me ask you a question: Whose time is more valuable, right? The customer or the the sales rep? Right. Well, I think both both are. I mean, you're shaking your head. Is well, your time, and you, now you shake. Now it's a yes because. I'm assuming that sales is a numbers game as well. And so I'm a problem solver. Yeah. yeah. I'm here more to solve your people... problem. If I can't solve your problem, I need to move on. Right. The more right. problems that I solve, the more money I make, if you want to put it in that type of situation. No, no, you so, know, yeah. So I'm here to, to solve the problem, figure out what the problem is. I'm a problem solver. So it doesn't matter the product or service. So, I'm the one that's most important. I don't matter in sales. You are the one that matter, but the most important person is me because I can only get to as many people as I can. I get that. Yeah. And I get that if this person is not going to buy or is not interested or is not interested in solving their problem today, then you know, you need to, yeah, you, you're going well, to the next person. I, I say the word today when you emphasize with your listeners, mm -hmm. that doesn't mean you have to get the money today. I'm just mm -hmm. emphasizing if you want your problem solved. If you can't, don't want it solved today, you have to tell me why, because I can only sell so many people in a day, in an hour or whatever, like an email campaign, right? So if I'm right. doing face-to-face -face or phone sales, I need to know because uh, it's only so many people I can help, Right. So how many people you know that you try to sell if you've been in sales that you sit there and you follow up and you follow up and you follow up 20 to 30 percent of the salesperson's lost time is assuming that the people they're following up with will buy. Mm. Do you <laughs> do you have based on your experience? And I get that's that the difference between a salesperson thinking that they're productive yeah. and being busy. Are you being yeah. busy? I have all these follow ups. <laughs> Yeah, but are they going to buy? No. Yeah. So how, let me ask you this then, because sometimes we do have to follow up, and I have done that. Um, 
how long, how many times of contact in general would you follow up on until, you know, it's, you're going to move on and say, great, great doing business with me. You have my card. Um, and, you know, feel free to call me, but, you know, I'll let, I mean, what is the ratio? Quit in time. When do you quit? Right. All right. Yeah, exactly. When do you quit with a client? A you have a need, use and affordability. And you have a want. So when I work with you, depending on your product or service, there's a need, use, affordability, and there's a want. If the want is heavier than the need, use, affordability, I know that there's something stopping you from paying for that solution. If it's not, on a scale of one to 10, if I said to you that um, uh, they always go back to a bottle of water, right? So I'll take an example. Where do I have? Oh, I always have one. How much would you pay for this bottle of water? How much would you pay okay, for Okay, let me just throw out uh, 50 cents. It's a small bottle. Right. So I, 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 50 cents, fair deal. So I douse you with gasoline and hit a, hit a match on you. How much is it worth then? <laughs> now it's getting up to the, the $20 range. <laughs> right. You're on fire. You, you're going you're gonna to pull out credit cards, right? Right. But so, yeah. what, is, what, is, what is the want? So the difference I say in asking the questions, I'm not going to assume that you want. I'm going to ask the question so I don't waste my time. So most salespeople are not asking the questions. Do you want this? Well, maybe. Great. Mm -hmm. Let me call you back in two weeks. Let's talk mm -hmm. about it again. Oh, let's talk about this. Oh, you want the drapes for the house? Yeah, we've been thinking about it on a scale of one to ten. Ten meaning you want it yesterday. One, you don't even know my face where you're at. I'm about a three. What's going to yeah. take for us to be at a ten? Yeah. Uh, I don't think we're there. Okay. Yeah. We're not. I'm not assuming that I can help you. Here's my number. Call me if the things change. Let me get on to somebody that I can help. That's it. Yeah. So you ask right up front, and I, I think it's great, you know, how much do you want this today, right? Mm -hmm. How much do you want this? And when you really, really want it, then, well, you know, give me a, give me a buzz. Give me a call. There was years ago, back in the late 90s, I worked for a manager that used to emphasize you. He used to hit me on the arm. He's like, say today. And I kept going, why? You know, it just didn't feel right. You know, eh, it's a little pushy, like, right? Is that like, why? And, and then once you see it, so working with a coach is to get you to see the things that are right in front of your face that you don't know. It's there. It just doesn't make sense to you. So when I say, say today, if I'm coaching you on the phone and I go, Jody, say today, then there's a sentence, you're like, <gasps> you start panicking. And then when you say it, you listen to the results. And most of the time when I work with students, it takes them about 30, 45 days. And then I get that phone call. You know, I did what you told me to do and it worked. <laughs> and I'm like, thank the Lord. Because one thing of working with a coach, I have to prove to you, it's a trust. Prove to you that this works. Right. Trust me. Pay me. Trust me that this is going to work. And most people don't trust themselves. Mm. So I have to make you believe in yourself first. 
Mm -hmm. And believe in the system. The system will set you free is what I say. And you use the system. So when you use the system, you don't blame yourself. You don't blame the prospect. You're using the system, which means if something went wrong, that means that you rely on that system. Something went wrong in the system. And if we listen to a phone call, we can figure out what you did wrong in the system, not you did personally or what they did to you by not buying. Yeah, that that that's great. So you're just saying, trust it and use it. And, you know, that is the way that they're, they're going to buy. Now, so when I ask, so yeah. when I ask most companies, what first thing I ask, what is your sales process? You have an accounting process, marketing process? What is your sales process? They just look at you. Uh, mm -hmm. So you're just on the phone winging it. Uh, you come up with a script or something like that that's not tested. You haven't tested it out. It's not thorough. It's not confound. So when you bring somebody into a company, most companies, the reason you have high turnover is you don't not giving them a thorough system for them to follow, for them to trust. And that's why you have a rotation of salespeople. They're just trying to find a diamond in the rough, that personality person, right? But right, you should be right. as an entrepreneur when you bring somebody in, you say, this is the way we do things here. Trust us. I don't care if you've done sales before, never done sales. This is the way our system works. And if you can't do it, it's not for you. We're, we know it works. And then you give people enough room for them to do it. And then if they mentally can do it, they'd be successful. You're not blaming it on low numbers because you, you gave them nothing to work with. So most people right. leave a job, quit sales, rotate is because the company does not give them enough tools to be successful. Right. I, I very much agree with you. Um, and there's the high turnover. You've just spent money training and investing and there it goes. So you really do need to look at your own system to see if it works. And you were holding up a book then. Was that a book that you wrote? Yeah. Great. Can you let the listeners know what that is? It's called Closing Master, the Sale. Master the Art of Closing the Sale by Benjamin Brown. Yay. The game-changing 10-step process to getting more clients and to keep referrals. Ooh, referrals. That's a good one. So the reason you sell is to get referrals. You don't sell to make money. Mm. Unpack that a little more for me. How do you get referrals? And I agree with you because um, referrals is, are going to keep you in business again and again in the future. So very simple as an example. Do you know any network work marketing companies that's over a million dollars? Network, well, I know marketing. I network marketing. I know that I don't Family. know if this is the oh, not that, but I know that both of us, and we didn't talk about this, were in B and I. I know you were in B and I. I was in B and I for about 13 years. I'm right. a people person and you know it's great, but um that is a great way to um, for your own business, if you're a, a, any business, to get into the community, build relationships, and um, 
you know, get to know people and let them know about how your product, I'm going to use your word, sells, uh, solves problems. So there's a, there's a, a referral system that a company should always use. Your database is your referral system. Mm-hmm. Your, your people that you already sold is your best customer, your best next customer. So insurance is best known for this. Life insurance companies always work on referrals, network marketing. There's companies foundation of sales is all referral based. So if you, when your sales presentation is done efficiently, it's a beautiful thing. You're not even knowing that you're being sold. You might know you're being sold, but you enjoy the ride, right? So the salesperson is taking you on a ride in in a skill to solve your problem. And if it's done very easily, efficiently and done right, the next sale that I'm going to ask is for your friends or the person Mm. that I worked in certain positions where I, I pitched or used a sales presentation for someone they didn't buy. But we built such a rapport that I asked for their friends and referrals. I've sold two of them. Great. That cost me. Yeah, zero is what he's pointing at for our listeners. Yeah, I agree. You know, if everything is smooth and somebody buys and they like you and they know they could always go to you if something went wrong, they're absent and they love the product or service, they're going to absolutely tell others. That's why we do newsletters. So I own a limousine company. I have a hundred uh, on my website. I have over 260 reviews, five star. So I use every single one of them to send them a newsletter every two weeks saying, Hey, I'm still in business by the way. And then I can emphasize it. If you know somebody, I can give you $10, $25, mm. an Amazon gift card for mm-hmm. a referral for a limousine, mm. all these different type of deals to, to sell internally in my business right and so people don't emphasize that they're on to the next so quick that they want to put more money into facebook ads and all this stuff to keep this low-hanging fruit just coming <laughs> in so what happens when that low-hanging fruit gets cut off yeah it's gone forever yeah i, th- I like that i like that you uh reward uh, referrals and stay in contact with people. It's great. So Ben, if people want to get a hold of you, I, uh, the book's a great idea, but if they want to continue the conversation, what would you recommend or what, uh, what place can they go to uh, contact you? I give them three. Number one, if you want to follow me, a lot of people use Instagram. Uh, it's Ben Brown Trey, T-R-E, Ben Brown Trey. Uh, the website is 360 Sales Consulting. You can find me there. Or for people who really want a solution, I make it easy for them. The URL meetwithbenjamin.com and schedule a call. Great. All right. That's great. Well, it has been a pleasure talking to you. All right. And um, it's uh, I love all this information about confidence and going back and figuring out why 
what's going on and then moving forward with that. And um, I, I love I love asking the hard questions because most people don't. So you're distinguishing yourself right away as a problem solver. Mm-hmm. Definitely. All right, Ben, you take care. All right. And um, thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Yay. I'm so grateful that you've listened to the end of this podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review it, and share it with your friends. I love teaching insights so that you can have a more impactful and meaningful life. It's my mission to build a thriving community of happy, fulfilled people. Want more? Visit my website at yourspectacularlife.com.